Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to the Solutions Watch podcast. I'm your host, James Corbett of CorbettReport.com, coming to you in February of 2024 with yet another potential solution, niche casting. What is niche casting, you might ask? And that's a good question. (laughs) Don't bother to look it up, because as far as I know, it is a neologism that I have just invented for something that I'm not sure really exists yet, at least in the form that I wanted to, but let's work on that. All right, so in order to introduce this idea and its potential relevance to the Solutions Watch audience, let me first introduce to you how I came across this concept, this idea, specifically with regards to a trial that was going on in Washington, D.C. and that recently wrapped up. So here's a little test. Here's a headline. Let's just gauge your reaction to this headline. The headline is, Jury Awards Climate Scientist Michael Mann $1 million in defamation lawsuit. Does that headline mean anything to you? Well, if you're in the general public, probably not. Michael Mann, isn't he a Hollywood director, climate scientist? I don't know. Defamation lawsuit? Million dollars? I don't know. Whatever. Shrug. Well, hopefully you're not part of the general population. You're part of the Corbett Report listening audience. You're a solutions watcher. So you might have some idea of the context of this headline. And you might know something about climate scientist Michael Mann. Oh, yeah, James has talked about him several times. And I remember that climate gate thing and... Oh yeah, remembering Tim Ball, CorbettReport.com slash Tim Ball. You'll remember in the end of that episode, I was talking about the lawsuit that Michael Mann filed against Tim Ball in Canada that kept him occupied in the court system for years, costing him an inordinate amount of money in legal fees that Mann was ultimately obliged to actually pay for, um, but that he those funds were not forthcoming and Dr. Ball ended up dying in abject poverty as a result of that. You'll remember that. And you'll also remember that there was a concluding statement in that episode from Mark Stein and Stein talking about his own trial. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know something about Michael Mann was suing Stein and maybe a co-defendant about defamation. Oh, and there's, oh, the jury has awarded him a million dollars. So you may be somewhat familiar with this story and you may at least know enough to know that this is a disappointing result. But then there's a third class of people in the audience, probably a much smaller group. The people who listened to the Climate Change on Trial podcast and thus truly understand this headline in all of its depth. And if that, if you are in that part of the audience, you are probably picking your jaw up off the floor right now, absolutely stunned and heartbroken to hear that verdict. As I was myself when I saw this headline, because I was a listener to the Climate Change on Trial podcast. What was the Climate Change on Trial podcast? Good question. So back a couple of weeks ago, when this trial, this defamation trial that Michael Mann had filed against uh, Mark Stein and his co-defendant 12 years ago, back in 2012, well, after 12 years of the gears of injustice grinding on, as this trial finally started, was set to go there in Washington, D.C., uh, I saw the headlines announcing this and the usual sort of environment and uh, climate change blogs that I frequent. I saw people talking about it. I thought, this is going to be an interesting trial. I definitely want to feature this, cover it. I want to think about this. I want to know th- how the trial proceeds. So I was preparing to follow this trial in the way that I would normally follow a trial. Okay, I know this blog will be talking about it. I know this website will be talking about it. I'll just, I'll follow their coverage. Maybe maybe at the end of the week, they'll summarize what happened this week. And at the end of the trial, there will probably be, they'll report on the verdict and what it means. Okay, that's how I'll cover and, and keep track of this trial. But luckily, on the first day of the trial, 
in one of those blogs or one of those articles I was reading about it, I found a link to something called the Climate Change on Trial podcast, which purported to be a podcast that was going to cover this trial. Okay, oh, cool, a podcast. Well, I like listening to podcasts while I'm out driving around. It'll be an easier way to keep track of what's going on in this trial. All right, so I sign up, I, start, I download the first couple episodes, I start listening, and I was hooked. It is impossible for me to convey to you, if you were not along for the wild ride of the Climate Change on Trial podcast, just how valuable this podcast was, at least for me, as someone who was interested in this trial and wanted... I would have liked to have been in the courtroom, but hey, next best thing, here's a podcast devoted specifically to this trial. And that podcast and its entire archive is there and it's set and it's done. It was a podcast that was literally just for this trial. And every single day of the trial, the co-hosts of this podcast who were attending the actual courtroom, who were there in court, were listening to the testimony, etc., would summarize what happened that day. And they even went to the extra added expense of hiring voice actors to actually act out parts of the transcript in key parts of testimony, cross-examination, opening statements, etc. And that might sound like, okay, yeah, whatever, not much of anything. But it's, so it's hard for me to convey this to you, but I cannot express how incredibly valuable that was for me in wanting to keep track of this trial. And it's one of those things where it's like saying, hey, hey, you should watch Hoop Dreams. What's Hoop Dreams? It's a documentary about some high school slash college basketball players. Like, I don't even like basketball. Who cares? No, you don't get it. This documentary is so good. It does not matter if you like basketball. It's an incredible documentary. Well, I, I that's the way I feel about this podcast. The Climate Change on Trial podcast yeah, okay, whether or not you know or care anything about Michael Mann or climate science or the hockey stick or any of this stuff, listen to the podcast. It's actually truly fascinating. The back and forth, the testimony, what was revealed during this trial, the incredible twists and turns, and then this verdict is absolutely just jaw-dropping to anyone who was following the trial, because how could the jury have read this trial in that way? It's absolutely incredible. Anyway... Today's podcast is not about the trial. Hopefully I will be able to talk more about the trial in the future and follow up on this, but that's not the purpose of today. Today I want to concentrate on that idea. Here was a podcast that ran for a couple of weeks that very closely and very intensely followed one very, very, very niche topic and followed it very well in a way that I feel sated. Uh, as, as information junkie as I am, I feel like I know a lot about this trial and have a good handle on it as a result of this. Wow, that was incredibly useful. Hmm, I wonder if there's another way that this concept could be used in the future. And that's how I came up with the term niche casting, because I think it does help to differentiate. When I think podcast, I think some ongoing series, like The Corbett Report, like Solutions Watch, there's no definite end date in mind. There's It covers very many different things on a wide spectrum and array. But this is a niche cast. It is a very, very, very specific podcast that is on a very specific focus that may be extremely time-limited or limited in subject matter into a very, very niche area that is incredibly useful for people who are interested in that niche area. And I would argue for for anyone, really. Um, so how could people in the independent media or people who support and listen to the independent media, how could they make use of this idea to follow other 
things of interest. Because, again, you may or may not be interested in the Michael Mann defamation lawsuit. I argue you should be, because it's, at the very least, it says incredibly important things about the nature of freedom of speech in the United States and the ways interesting limits have just been placed on that. But what are the what other ways could this be applied? Well, okay, here's another case in point. Here's another lengthy legalistic, not legal, but legalistic proceeding that took place that I think probably most people in the corporate report audience would be interested in, but probably not to the extent that they'd be able to actually follow every single thing that took place. I'm referring to the National Citizens Inquiry, which again, you should be familiar with if you're a solutions watcher, because you will remember last year where I talked to Michelle LeDuc Catlin about the National Citizens Inquiry and what it is. And it's this commission of inquiry that was set up non-governmentally. It's a citizen-run inquiry that took place in Canada that was interviewing professionals and people from with, with credentials and what have you, but also just regular citizens who were impacted by the scamdemic in Canada and featured as, again, you will know from listening to that Solutions Watch, some really powerful, impactful testimony. And I myself, again, very interested in this. And if I could have been there for every single day of the inquiry and sitting there listening to every single testimony, I certainly would have. But realistically, that you know was not going to happen. And even though that the entire, all of these testimonies are available now on their Odyssey channel and various other places, you can go and watch them. But that's still a large investment of time sitting there in front of a device watching. It would be so much easier if someone made a niche cast out of it. A National Citizen Inquiry niche, niche cast. Just playing the testimony of all of the various people who testi- testified at those proceedings. And then you could subscribe to that podcast and you could listen to every single one at your own leisure or you could download the ones that you're interested in. Wouldn't that be a useful resource? Well, as it turns out, I'm not the only one who's had that idea. <laughs> it turns out that uh, a podcaster in Canada also, thankfully, had that idea even before it came to my mind. And I'm referring specifically to David Gardner of the Freedom Convo podcast, a relatively new podcast that has popped up, um, I believe, just last year in Canada. And the Freedom Convo, obviously playing on the Freedom Convoy, was set up specifically to talk about vaccine mandates and its effects on people in Canada. And large, more largely speaking about freedom in general and th- how those issues pertain in Canada and around the world. Um, but... I- the reason this podcast came to my attention, the host, David Gardner, invited me to be on his podcast. So I, I gave it a listen and, oh, here's a new podcast from a new podcaster. I'm always looking to support new people who are coming up. Okay, I'll go on the podcast. And as I, so I subscribed to his podcast, was listening to some episodes, and I found David was playing the testimony of various people from the National Citizens Inquiry. Um, with the promise of going through and playing all of the testimony over the course of the podcast, um, or at least all of the testimony of the people that you haven't already heard, because Peter McCullough and other people, you've you've already heard their testimony, no doubt. So he's playing the, the average citizens and how they were impacted. And that was, again, such a useful idea for me that I was very delighted to hear that that was going on. Hey, niche casting taking a specific niche topic and putting it out there for those who are interested to use as a resource. What an incredibly powerful way of getting this information out to those who are desiring of it, uh, desirous of it. So when I was on the Freedom Convo podcast, the link will be in the show notes to the full conversation, which I recommend that you check out if you are interested. But let's just listen to a 
portion of that interview where I derailed the conversation to ask David about his own podcast and that idea for playing the National Citizen Inquiry and the various testimonies as part of his podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's very fascinating. And with the interest of time uh, allotted here this evening, and we got maybe um, uh, 10 minutes, I got a little 10 minute warning on the old Zoom there. Um, I, I should really upgrade the Zoom if I'm going to conduct interviews on my podcast. And I certainly it's your first one. Actually, can I derail? Can I derail? I want to ask you about your podcast because yeah. I'm fascinated oh. about this and about the process of coming up in 2023, 2024 with a new podcast. I, I started in 2007, so it was a long time ago, a different space. But I, I've been listening to the Freedom Convo in, um, in preparation for this uh, interview, and I was really... I tickled by the idea of taking and airing all of the National Citizens Inquiry. I thought that was a great idea. And I'm very excited about that because I, as people might know, I testified at the inquiry. I, I was following it and listening to various, but I didn't have time to sit there and listen to every and watch a video of every single testimony. But the idea that someone was going to play that on a podcast and so I could just download it and listen to it, you know, as I'm driving around or whatever. That that's a great idea. That's a really, really useful idea. So I'm wondering, are you continuing with that that idea? Yeah, um, I started the podcast just to rant and rave about the, the vaccine mandates and how it's destroying on my family's life. Um, but we've gotten on our feet. We've worked it out for now. And as I mentioned, the news is changing, and we might get a lot of money. So hey, there you go. Anyway, so regarding the podcast and the National Citizens Inquiry, um, after about 20 or 30 episodes, I was like, what am I going to do now? I've complained. I've done the complaining. Maybe that's it. Let's wrap it up. And I talked a lot to my wife and I thought a lot about this word freedom. And I thought, well, this is a freedom show about the philosophy of freedom. There's many facets of freedom. And I thought, what am I going to do? And I was watching all the NCIs at the time. And I said, why don't I just air them all? So... Because that seems to me the, one of the most important things that any country has done. The, 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 all of these testimonies compiled in your head, if you just listen to 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 of them, it's ordinary people and experts. But it's the ordinary people ones that I'm focusing on a bit. And people who come in through Zoom, sometimes, unfortunately, the audio is not great for my archaic system that I'm using, which is a microphone sitting on my laptop. And I'm hoping to improve my technological know-how. But anyway, so I tend to focus on some of the more uh, down-to-earth, like the dentists who lost their job and the nurses who lost their job and all of these things. It's unbelievable what has happened. So I said, you know, why don't I just air them so people don't have to sit down in front of their computer and watch, watch, watch all of these things. They can walk their dog or whatever. So I am doing that. Um, I like... So now it's a bit of a mixed show where I do things that I find interesting and have some fun. And then I play one or two or three. Some are 15 minutes, some are 20 minutes, some are an hour. And yours was great uh, in pre preparation for this. I watched yours uh, again. And uh, wow, very voluminous, James, about the WHO and uh, very interesting. Once again, that was David Gardner of the Freedom Convo podcast. I hope you'll check it out. At the very least, you can listen to our conversation. I thought we got into some interesting areas. And if you're interested, you can explore the NCI testimony, NCI playbacks, etc. Uh, that are being put out there on the Freedom Convo podcast feed. For example, David recently posted up the NCI testimony of Chief Greg Burke from Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. Worth listening to. A very interesting idea. Now, I will immediately 
uh, amend myself to realize that after I had talked to David, I realized that the NCI, the National Citizen Inquiry, actually has its own niche cast. <laughs> it did put out all of the testimony in podcast format, which is something I didn't realize <laughs> until after I had heard David doing this, but <laughs> I should have known that. At any rate, that doesn't un invalidate my point. It actually underscores it, that providing this information in niche cast form is incredibly valuable and at the very least makes it more widely accessible to more people. People who might otherwise not have the time to sit down and watch a video in front of their screen may be able to listen while they're out and about and doing their daily activities. And I think that is an incredibly powerful and effective way. I will hear much more of the National Citizens Inquiry now that I know it is available in this easily downloadable, easily selectable audio format, I will be able to listen to much more of the National Citizen Inquiry than I hitherto had been able to. Yay! Win-win! Who could not win from this? So, we could continue on thinking of ways that this can help in the de dissemination of information on niche topics or certain ideas. And certainly what we've heard today so far is definitely in that legal sphere where it is generally difficult to follow the ins and outs and day-to-day -day of a trial that is ongoing that you can't be in the courtroom to hear all the testimony and counter-testimony and what have you. It's incredibly valuable to have reporters in that courtroom who could then summarize it and not just write up a little blurb that might get a few hundred words in a blog post at the end of the week. No, to be recording a podcast, interviewing people involved in the trial, uh, having actors read uh, transcripts from the, the courtroom or having the actual courtroom testimony, if that's available, having that on tape. Incredibly effective way of doing that. So that is certainly one way that this idea could be pursued in the future. And something that I have in mind, a trial that people may or may not be on, uh, aware is ongoing at the moment, the fluoride trial that I know, for example, Derek Bros at the Conscious Resistance is covering for The Last American Vagabond and the various outlets that he works for. He is covering that trial. Wow, a niche cast about the fluoride trial would be extremely valuable for people like myself who are interested in covering the ins and outs and the daily the daily reportings of that without having to read this article and that article and this summary and that summary. It would be great to have it in an easily downloadable form. Or it doesn't just have to be obviously about a legal proceeding. It could be about any sort of extremely focused, narrow sort of uh, event or ongoing topic that is very interesting to certain people. I could think of a million off the top of my head. I would love, for example, in the past, I had a biometric ID open source investigation of trying to catalog all of the various biometric ID programs that are going on in all of these different states, all our nation states all around the globe. And here's what's happening in Albania, Argentina, Brazil, whatever. And I was trying to cover that. And I did assemble a list that obviously was a thing of its time. And you can go back and look and you can see this was the state of various programs that I was able to put together back at that particular snapshot in 2020 or whenever that was. But wouldn't it be great if there was an ongoing podcast that was specifically about just that topic? Here's the latest biometric ID program that's been rolled out in this particular corner of the globe, and this is the way that it operates, and this is the biometric details it's using, and this is the system that it's running on. And that's just one, again, extremely specific topic that would be 
coverable, bite-sizable, that people who are interested would be able to follow the information much more easily that way if it was in that very, very detailed, very compressed form. And on and on and on. Whatever topic you are interested in, I am sure you could think of a way that that could be converted into, again, a niche cast. This is the way that I'm thinking about it, precisely because of that Climate Change on Trial podcast. Put me in the mind of podcasting and how incredibly useful that was for me, given my daily routine. Again, of course, it doesn't have to be a podcast specifically. It could be a microblog or a, even a social media profile that's specifically talking only about this or that particular niche. Now, this already exists to a certain extent, obviously. I mean, I'm talking about things that already exist, and I'm sure you can think of examples of other things along these lines that exist. But I think it is helpful to have this as a concept, as a category, as a thing that we can name, and we can call it niche cast or whatever you want to call it, that we can identify as a as, as a solution that we should be consciously directing efforts towards building up, because I think this is a truly effective way as the dinosaur media empires start to collapse and crumble around us, which we're talking about in New World next week, just a week or two ago, and which is proceeding apace. Yay, great. But the daily coverage of this or that event that we uh, have come to expect is going to start dissolving as the alternative media that's always chasing the MSM tail is suddenly not going to have any tail to chase. What are we going to talk about? Oh, how about whatever we want to talk about? And here's a specific thing that I can cover and that I'll be, I'll, I'll just have a little niche cast about this particular thing and someone will have something about that over here and someone else can come and synthesize this and this and this piece of information and put it together in a different way. I think this is part of a new paradigm of exploration and following information that will be extremely useful. And again, one way, one handle that you can use to get an understanding of what that would look like, for me at any rate, was the Climate Change on Trial podcast. Oh, that's an incredibly effective way of getting information about this rather niche, rather arcane little thing that's happening in Washington, D.C. that 99.9% .9 of the population doesn't even know about, probably doesn't care about, although they should. So this is where my mind is running with this. And in the interest of following up uh, from last week's episode, where I introduced the concept of pay it forward as a way of helping to do something and create something out of this Solutions Watch series, I want to pay forward today's episode. So if you got value out of this idea, if you appreciate this thought, I would like you to pay forward that gratitude. Don't pay it back to me. Pay it forward to a niche cast. As I say, probably most people have something in mind that functions something like what I'm talking about here. Just a very specific thing that provides very detailed information on a very specific idea or agenda or event or something that's happening that you are grateful for. Please pay forward your gratitude for this idea to them. If there is a niche cast out there that you support, please pay it forward. If you want more information on the pay it forward idea, please go back to last week's edition of Solutions Watch. And I'd like to just take a moment to pay back my gratitude to all of the people who, all the corporate report members who responded to that episode and responded so positively with specific ideas of various people and organizations uh, that who, who are worthy of your support and who you could be paying forward your gratitude to. Uh, for example, uh, I note that uh, Corporate Report member CQ opened the comments from last week 
by suggesting Ian Davis, um, previous Corbett Report guest, someone that I'm sure Corbett Report listeners will know as a worthy recipient of pay it forward gratitude. Um, Ian Davis has a note up on his page explaining that he really needs your help if he's going to continue to provide the research and analysis that he does on a full-time basis. So please consider becoming a paid subscriber of his Substack or going to his uh, donor page. So CQ suggested that. I think that's a a very worthy cause, and I I hope people will support it. And I saw uh, other Corporate Report members like, um, well, it's spelled Kumro, but I have it on good authority. It's pronounced Simro, um, chiming in to say that that's a great idea. Um, We had VPass, Corporate Report member VPass, saying that Cal Washington at InPower is a good candidate for pay it forward gratitude. Um, M. Key, Corporate Report member M. Key, was suggesting that this particular Mark Stein $1 million punitive damage case is a good way of paying forward attention and uh, so that the uh, the valuable work that the Climate Change on Trial podcast it did, for example, on this issue does not go in vain and people can at least know the details of this horrible travesty of justice that hopefully will be overturned on appeal. Um, Again, very many different ideas. Uh, Taurus came with a list of 10 different independent media outlets that people might want to consider supporting with Pay It Forward Gratitude. So great. I hope the Pay It Forward idea does start to mushroom and balloon from here. And I hope some of the recipients of this Pay It Forward Gratitude will themselves pay it forward to other worthy causes. And hopefully we can start to generate some energy behind this. So if you want to pay forward your gratitude for this podcast, please consider supporting some niche caster out there. Um, For example, if you, like myself, if you found the Climate Change on Trial podcast valuable, just chip in a few bucks to the Climate Change on Trial podcast or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's Freedom Convo. It's a new podcast, a new podcaster. Show him support. Show him love. Give him an email saying thank you for doing what you do and pay forward your gratitude that way. Or perhaps there's someone else. Maybe maybe like a, a, a Derek Bros covering the fluoride trial pay forward your gratitude. Say, hey, man, uh, thank you for covering this trial. And if you can put forward a niche cast on this, that would be great. Or or, or, or donating to The Last American Vagabond, uh, Ryan Christian, who helps support reporters like Derek Bros and who could maybe put together some sort of niche cast on this. Whatever the case may be, support a niche caster as pay it forward for this episode. I really think this is one of those seemingly simple but extremely powerful ideas where we could actually use and leverage some of this technology at our disposal to uh, disseminate information in a way more powerful than what we have done up to this point. I hope my point is not lost for today. But anyway, please... I'm very interested in your feedback on this. As always, Corporate Report members, please do log into CorporateReport.com. Leave your feedback on this episode, both in terms of niche casting and ways that it could be used, but also niche casts that exist, that already exist in the world that you would like to see people support. I'm always interested in that feedback as well. That being said, that's going to do it for this edition of Solutions Watch. I am James Corbett of CorporateReport.com. Looking forward to talking to you again in the near future.